0: Forever,
1: It's the kiss of death. This week on the podcast, Richie Tankersley Q6, Vampire. Hello and welcome to another episode of Teen Creeps. I am one of your hosts, Kelly Nugent, and I am joined by... Someone that you've read the name of on the title, um, so I guess it's not that much of a surprise.
2: maybe maybe they maybe they cover it with their hand.
1: Oh, they didn't right. want to know. They didn't want to know. Well, you know what? I'm sorry I you know, I'm sorry I ruined the surprise again. <laughs> I guess I'm just useless. You haven't said anything yet. I guess I just ruined the birthday party
2: you haven't you haven't said anything about the birthday party yet.
1: <laughs> I guess I just ruined your surprise birthday party, which is happening in fifteen minutes um what if that was me um, <laughs> <laughs> what
2: if you did that fifteen minutes before you're like I can't handle the pressure anymore. I can't handle how difficult it is to to not just to not let all of you know all of you know that it's
1: <laughs> Wait, so, so sorry, hold on. It is a surprise to you're multiple You're keeping pizza? the secret.
2: No, no, no. It's a surprise to no one you're telling. You just are having a meltdown 50 minutes before. They're just like, Jesus Christ, Kelly. Yeah. They, all you have to do is hide behind a couch for the next yeah. 15 minutes. We don't know when this person's getting back from the archery range, right, which is where right. we took them for their birthday before they came back for the surprise party.
1: For the surprise party. And I am stomping around the house, <laughs> freaking yeah. out. I'm like slamming doors. Everyone's like, Kelly, stop opening the door
2: so we're gonna throw another surprise birthday party now keep in mind kelly does throw tantrums we are gonna have to to figure that out we are gonna have to work around that can we can we put that in the time budget can we budget for this in our schedule
1: oh my god well so you recognized his voice the cat's out of the bag the beans are spilled Uh, You may know him from the Boros saga, Bane's Break. You may know him from Dimension 20s, A Court of Fan Flowers. Or maybe you don't know him at all. Uh, And in that case, put your hand out for a handshake.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Now, hold it there. We do have to go around to everybody. (laughs) This will take a while. (laughs) We do have an international audience for this specific episode. So this is... (laughs) Yeah. You're uh, gonna have to cash in a lot of those miles, Kelly, because we, right. we got to get Oh yeah. Oh, do. we've been
1: talking about my miles, dude. Uh yeah. Uh I gotta use them. And so in that case, we're gonna take writer, director, and little Halloween boy Omar Najam around to say hello to every single one of you guys.
2: I can't wait to shake everyone's hands. In the year <laughs> in the year of our Lord COVID, I can't wait to go around and shake everybody's
1: mm, hands. I'm a hugger. Oh, <laughs>
2: We call them super spreaders, Kelly. <laughs>
1: <laughs> we call them patient zero. <laughs> uh, um, how are you, Omar? I'm good. I'm
2: good. Um, good. A, a tree hit my car. so that's a little but hey we're all blessed in a non-religious way because in sort of like a D &D way sure because um i was minutes away from going to my car uh to move Mm. it um and a tree fell on it before that so i could have been in the car when the tree fell on it
1: yes this is like your version of how um Oh God! What is his name? Seth MacFarlane t- was almost in nine eleven.
2: Yes, he was. That's true. Mm-hmm. That's true. So it's like that. I I remember reading that in what was otherwise a completely unremarkable interview with Seth MacFarlane.
1: <laughs> I mean, I think that you can let the fact that he was almost nine eleven mm-hmm. like be the thing that carries the interview because that's sh- huge it should
2: it should Did it carry it or was
1: it too much no brain? it
2: was like a one question thing i was like hey so you were going to be on one of the planes he's like yep but that can't stop you from being a comedian can it and i was just like i guess
1: i mean I it could like, if you were in the plane
2: it, yeah that's very true Seth. um uh, i guess so something Seth. i don't know it's the the cavalier attitude like i think that's the thing where like because i've had many near-death experiences like right. an uncomfortable amount, I would say. Well, mm. no, a comfortable amount in that I'm alive. Sure. <laughs> so I'm very grateful. Yes. Um, and in those, if someone's like, oh my god, remember that time that you almost got in that huge car collision, but you you dodged it because of the mm-hmm. Tron Legacy soundtrack that you were playing so you were in the mood for a, a light cycle situation. Oh, sure, 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 sure. I would be like, yes, can we talk for 17 minutes about the film Tron Legacy and how the soundtrack saved my life? <laughs> I wouldn't be like, yep, anyway, time to go do more Family Guy. I wonder yeah. if I have a, a, a an Ally McBeal joke in my back
1: pocket. Well, I do wonder mm-hmm. right, that Maybe that's just his, he's, maybe that's just his way of dealing, because he final destinationed himself. He's been running for years. Right. Every single international terrorist attack, he has almost been a part of. Yeah. (laughs) no.
2: and we want to be clear, folks, we, this is accusatory.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I'm saying, what I'm saying is, he, 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 it's been getting worse every time. Like he has now like been in the same room and like almost been conscripted into. Yes. He was, he was there
2: January 5th.
1: (laughs) Oh, right.
2: And looked at his watch and went, gosh, darn it. Got it wrong. Got it wrong. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Okay.
1: Are we about to get sued for calling him (laughs) an insurrectionist? Well, what we're saying is he wasn't there. He wasn't because he he got the date We're saying he
2: wasn't there. We're, We're, we're alibi buddies.
1: Right. And that's the thing. It was because his flight got canceled Mm -hmm. to go to D.C. So he went on a different one. They're like, we can get you on one that will get there faster. Would you
2: care to go to (laughs) Panama, sir? Anyway. Yeah. Because of the song. I'll do that reference in the Orville or something. Oh, right. I forgot
1: that's that show he does now.
2: (laughs) Yeah. And so this is how we get sued. Yeah.
1: For libel. For uh, slander, I believe slander. we're speaking it. We're speaking yes. it. It's Slander. If it's written, it's libel. Okay. But here's the thing: I can get that done. I'll write it down on a piece of paper.
2: And I, I, I can't notarize it, but I am ordained.
1: Oh, okay. <laughs> Does that do anything. Okay, smart? hold on. So then I will. I'm gonna go find Seth McFarland. Yeah. And uh, wait, is he married? I um
2: one sec. <laughs> is Seth McFarlane? That's the first thing that comes up. Really? Second one is, is Seth MacFarlane vegan? And the third one is, is Seth MacFarlane in sing too with sort of a Google like instant, like, let me get you to mm. Sing2 from 2021. All right, here we go. Mm. Um,
0: I'm
2: going to get you an answer right now. Oh my God, it took me to a Wikipedia page. No, no, no. No, no,
1: no. Just the answer.
2: Here we go. Is
1: he married?
2: Here we go. I'm going to go to Heightline. Let's okay. see what this is. I Does Seth MacFarlane have a wife or girlfriend? We end the lingering question here. The lingering okay. question. Lingering is this is from question. April seventeenth.
1: Okay, of this year. Um,
2: Angie Dickinson is turning one hundred. Is
1: that true? No. Who? Angie, Angie Dickinson. Dickinson. The the mean lady from Top Model.
2: Um. Yes. I helped Angie Dickinson at the Apple Store.
1: Oh no 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 no. Yeah. Angie Dickinson is ninety. First of all,
2: okay. Second of so that's all, incorrect. I'm
1: thinking of who am I thinking of? I'm not thinking of Angie Dickinson. I'm You're thinking, thinking of Heidi Klum. No, no, no. Oh. She's mean. Oh, and not she's Heidi Klum. On wait, no, she's on America's Next. No, on RuPaul's Drag Race. Okay, who is that?
2: Nicole is that? Friar?
1: No, 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 no. <laughs> uh, is her last name Dickinson? Uh, Are you okay. thinking of
2: Angie Dickinson?
1: Angie Dickinson. What? No. Who is. Okay. Mean Judge on RuPaul <laughs> Drag Race. Let me see. Uh, Massage. <laughs> I can see.
2: I, I can see how.
1: <laughs> how did I get that stupid?
2: I mixed? can see where the names kind of overlap a little bit. I can
1: <laughs> Okay, I'm going to say that one of your greatest strengths is that you are kind, Omar. <laughs> okay, oh, I think one of your biggest weaknesses is that you're a bad liar.
2: Um, <laughs> I'm going to say one of your greatest strengths and weaknesses is facial blindness then, because <laughs> this
0: is... <laughs> <laughs>
1: I, like, it's not only facial blindness. Right. It is entire <laughs> body and name blindness, which I can say because I'm Blind, without my contacts in. Got it. Um,
2: with yeah. them in. Now I have a, I have a follow up question. Without them in. Did you now when you were watching RuPaul's Drag Race?
1: <laughs> Was I wearing them? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, yes. Okay. Uh, yes. Got it. Yes. <laughs> Got it. Um, but uh, okay. So Angie Dickinson is not can't be so you helped her at the you helped she's 90 you helped her at the apple store yes okay how was that um she
2: was perfectly nice great uh made a couple rude jokes okay in front of me
1: like what 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 do you mean i
2: will not repeat them
1: oh are they cancelable (laughs) or are they just
2: no it was just i was just like oh boy all right well what else do you need
1: (laughs) okay yeah 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 interesting um um well, speaking of like okay, mm-hmm. uh, we read a book
0: mm-hmm. called mm-hmm. Vampire mm-hmm. by Richard King. Yeah. Like
1: <laughs> That's the end. Okay, so real
2: quick, Kelly, yes, do you believe in vampires?
1: Um, if I lived in that book, no, <laughs> uh, because they're they don't exist. Let's do a quick let's do a quick
2: energy sh- cleanse sure. yeah. before we start talking about this because we got to transition into this book um because this took everything out of me
1: i'm gonna say something okay (laughs) we tried to record this days ago yeah
2: we did literally days ago
1: i was rendered dizzy literally could not speak of the book we had to re we had to reschedule
2: yes it was like you were being affected by a vampire
1: it was Mm -hmm. and like what if i had been killed
2: yeah (laughs) and then
1: had two little lipstick marks on my neck that confused police
2: Gosh, I forgot that. <laughs> I forgot that police exist. Yeah, I'm very vehemently and vocally a cab. Um, sure. I
1: Did have... you think that this movie helped you feel that?
2: Well, first, it's a book. I mean, it's not.
1: <laughs> I um, I understand that. <laughs> I understand that. Angie Dickinson. Um, <laughs> self massage. <laughs> and uh books and movies you know i just get them mixed up i love that you
2: you exist beyond labels i Thank
1: do, you. Like, like
2: including names yeah <laughs> um, i just
1: don't believe in labels yeah yeah um
2: it's like in romeo and juliet when they ask what is in a name um and i remember yeah. answering cuz i'm one of those guys i'm a plot hole guy
0: mm. um
2: where i answer i every time i go to that play i yell out the i yell out letters Okay. Letters. Because they don't. Yeah, though, they, that's in a name. They fail to answer the question. So I say letters. And then someone gives me a little medal and goes, you
1: did it mm. again. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I also like, here's what I like about mm-hmm. you. That you're the kind of guy that looks at a hypothetical question in a piece of media uh-huh. as a as a plot hole. <laughs> I love that. You're a fun type of guy that I enjoy interacting with on Twitter. Yes.
2: Yeah, I and I do. enjoy
1: your video essays.
2: Thank you so much. Um, I remember watching um the the film Scream. Sure. And they were just like, "Who's wearing the mask?" And I went, well, that's a huge glaring flaw hole." If you're not going to answer that question, and right, I turned off exactly. the film, which is the best way to watch a movie. Yeah. In my if you opinion, just
1: become overwhelmed and th- turn it off.
2: Because out of ego, <laughs> out of yeah. your ego, of yeah. I need to be right.
1: I need um, to be right.
2: Like That that considered i did finish this book so
1: okay so um, I. going to ha- my head i did it <laughs> <laughs>
2: let's do okay here we go energy knife cleanse to my throat i n- did it yes that that's a little bit of a foreshadowing element there yeah uh, fair audience listener okay what's the cleanse okay we're just doing a cleanse we're just doing a general cleanse we're just going to breathe in and breathe out very quickly
1: okay? what that sounds like hyperventilating
2: uh, n- breathing in and out <laughs> very quickly <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's not what I meant to say. <laughs> <laughs> Let's mm.
2: breathe, breathe in and out carefully. Okay. okay. And slowly once. We're going to breathe oh, in, we're going to breathe out. Okay. And then we're going to okay. talk about vampire. Okay. Okay. Breathing in, breathing out. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> okay. I'm ready. Okay. I'm ready. Okay. So, Darcy, who I kept in my head calling Mr. Darcy. Oh, that's fun. Um, gets dropped off by her mother. Mm. Um, quick little character pitch of the mom. Mm.
1: <laughs>
2: Just uh needs to knows she's in a book and wants to get out of it.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. She's like, I gotta get out of here. Yes. I can't even really be on pages. I can't. I can't do this.
2: No, um, I can't stand any of this. Um, uh, she is going off. This is important, but she is going off on her honeymoon.
1: Yes. And mom is a little bit of a floozy.
2: Had a, she's had a couple
1: relationships. Yeah. Um, and she's always kind of like dumped off her daughter.
2: Yes. Yeah. So that is uh, the last sort of, uh, I, I, I want to say, straightforward exposition that's going to be delivered to you. Because yes. the only way we can talk about the rest of this is as two private eyes, Kelly. If yes, we're, we're a pair of of private detectives sure. solving a case. Yes, okay, that's so, us. All right. So on Tuesday night,
1: mm-hmm.
2: fellow detective, do you want a special detective name, or are you just going to stick with Kelly?
1: Um, I'm going to be, um, I'll be special detective, um, Tiger. Okay, were you looking at a list? Um, I was looking at things in my house. And there's like a little... And you landed
2: on a tiger, a live tiger. Well,
1: okay, here's what I saw. Yeah. Okay,
2: TV, no. <laughs> yeah, special detective TV?
1: No, <laughs> no. Uh, I saw a painting, no. I saw a candle, mm-hmm. no. And then I saw a lighter, mm-hmm. no. No. And then I landed on a tiger, and I was like, that's cool, I'll be a tiger. Perfect. What are you? I'm or special you
2: detective, No. Not for this one. Okay. I'm Special Detective Bell Bottoms, and I'm the most <laughs> hard-nosed, <laughs> conservative okay. detective. I'm the I'm the old guard. But, okay, but for some reason, and I'll never tell you, goddamn why, I'm Special Detective Bell Bottoms. And if any okay. of the rookies call me that, oh, you're in. Wait,
1: fr- they're not allowed to call you that?
2: No, not the rookies.
1: Oh, I'm a rookie. Um, I've just gotten. <laughs> Um assigned to be your partner,
2: then this is going to get real interesting wait, so we're
1: honest. special detectives, but we're private eyes
2: we are special detective, private eyes
1: okay so because special detective is not a rank, so we're just like <laughs> we're just like guys we're right very, we're just like yes. we're just like people are are we paid by anybody
2: uh paid by the city
1: oh, okay, why is the city paying us
2: to solve this just case. to
1: solve the book the book? Bu- <laughs>
2: Yeah, rookie, you're asking a lot of questions, which is good. for oh, detectives. No, that's-
1: oh, <laughs> oh, that's good. Sorry. Wait. Okay, <laughs> that's our job. Yeah, yeah. It's to
2: ask all the important questions because there's been some murders happening. But before we get to that,
1: wait. Do you know the code for the fax machine? Sorry.
2: The code for the fact. What do you mean? The code for the fax machine. Well, it's rookie? telling
1: me to put in a code. Tiger, what are you asking? What? What's the question? Uh, so it says it says enter code. Do you see? Okay. Yes. Hold on. It's,
2: uh, try zero 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 one.
1: That didn't work. Try zero 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 two. Cut to Seventy-two hours later.
2: <laughs> <laughs> okay, so it was zero 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 zero. We know that now. All right. right. Re- <laughs>
0: All
2: right. <laughs> okay, really quick. <laughs> I <laughs> I one time um, had a cash box. I worked on a Star Trek show. I can. I, yes. um, I don't know if I can talk about this, but I'll talk about it. And I ran the cash box. Mm. Little on me, um, because COVID hit, um, we had to empty out the office. I kept Mm. the cash box on me, and little on me forgot the cash box code.
0: No, so one
2: night just made a real strong cup of tea, put on some of my favorite podcasts, Teen Creeps, and uh, I started just going one by one.
1: (laughs) You and did you find it?
2: Yeah, it was in like the seven hundreds. It took dog what literally forever.
1: But now we know it's possible.
2: Now we know it's possible. I wrote it down in a post-it, a post-it shaped like a hand, giving like a thumbs up, and that post-it got crumpled, lost. Who the fuck knows what that code is anymore?
1: (laughs) Oh, my God.
2: So, yeah, if anyone wants a cash box, let me know.
1: Also, get Mm -hmm. this. You just saved somebody a lot of time by saying it's in the 700s.
2: That's very true. That's very true. That was a free little escape room hint. (laughs) Congratulations.
1: I've never done an escape room. You've never done an escape room, never.
2: You seem like such an escape room person. We should go do one.
1: I think it could be fun. It's. I think I'd be good at it.
2: I think you'd be excellent at it. You're already such a good uh, rookie uh, special detective.
1: Thank you. Um. Okay. So. Okay. So we're investigating.
2: Yeah. So uh, we're following the story of one Darcy. Yes. Who arrives at her uncle Jake's place? Well, no, she's supposed to be at her uncle uh, aunt, Auntie aunt, Auntie's place.
1: But and, auntie, auntie.
2: But auntie, auntie is gone. Um, and
1: it really doesn't matter because <laughs> the only thing is, is that that means Jake has to take care of her.
2: That's it. So there's, there's an uncle Jake and the first thing we really learn about uncle Jake is first of all, he hates Darcy's mom.
1: Hates her. Cause he's like really rude to her in the other room and she hears his voice. Yeah. And he's, she's like, oh my God, he's really sticking it to mom. That's so funny. Cause like, I agree.
2: Yeah. Where he's just like, oh, you got married. Congratulations. Chasing your happiness. You'll never have it. You'll yeah. never be happy you don't deserve yeah. happiness. And then she's yeah. like, yeah, got her, uh, Uncle Jake. She's
1: like, oh my God, this guy's so funny. Whom's I've never met. Yeah, because mom is a b- is ashamed of him. Yes, is ashamed He's of his slovenly ways. He's also a bit ways. younger than mom. He's a
2: bit younger than mom in terms of how uncles go.
1: He's a bit younger than mom in terms of how uncles go. He's a bit older than Darcy in terms of um people that you would hang out with just <laughs> for fun. <laughs> Because Darcy's seventeen.
2: Yeah, going on, still going on sixteen. Honestly, in this book. Uh,
1: Yeah, I feel like (laughs) a little bit of a Benjamin
2: Button situation.
1: She's she's not. She doesn't make seventeen look, you know, close to the age of consent. You know what I'm saying?
2: No, I completely agree.
1: She's so okay. Okay, we're with her, Mm -hmm. and we hear this voice, and then he walks in.
2: Yeah, we meet Uncle Jake. Mm. Um, and the first thing that we learn from Darcy about Uncle Jake, and I don't want to be the one to say this
1: okay do you want me to
2: yeah could you i'm sorry
1: uncle jake is stacked dude he's hot as shit he's hot 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 um here we go can i read it
2: i would love to read it i mean i would love for you to read it
1: okay um she hadn't expected such oh wait uh jake wasn't that much older than she She hadn't expected such a boyish face, the thick brown hair falling stubbornly over the forehead, the faded jeans and dirty red jersey, the ratty-looking high tops. He was tall with a deliberate slouch and insolent green eyes that seemed to be appraising her. One of his eyes was bruised and swollen, and there were several cuts and bruises on his tanned cheeks. He was eating popcorn from a bag, chewing slowly, one piece at a time, totally unbothered by the whole situation. This can't be my Uncle Jake. This part's in italics. This guy's gorgeous. Um... So, so, <laughs> so, um, I've never had thoughts like that about your uncle Jake,
2: about my, uh, about my personal uncle Jake. No, never had thoughts like that.
1: No, me neither. The
2: hair being stubborn. Also never had thoughts like that.
1: No. Um, look, hmm. I've thought I've been surprised by how hot someone is. Sure. In general. Just in, in, in my life. Yeah. Anecdotally. I've been like, this person's
2: probably very unattractive. And then when they're fine, I'm just like, oh.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: is that what you're talking about?
1: I'm talking about, here's what I'm talking uh-huh. about. I've had a moment where like, I, well, that's the other thing. So it's usually where I like, forget how attractive someone is. Okay. And then I'm like, encountering them and I'm like, oh, actually this person is like, pretty hot.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, I've never thought to myself with any personal Uncle Jake of mine, Mm
0: -hmm.
1: oh, I didn't expect him to be so hot. (laughs) Okay. I've never had that thought. I've also never really just in general. I don't think I've ever met somebody before. Wait, that's not true. I was going to (laughs) say, I don't think I've ever met somebody or like I've never talked with somebody and not known what they've looked like and then met them in person and then seen what they've looked like. You know what I mean? Right. Like if I'm talking to someone I already know what they look like. Mhm. Mhm. I've never heard a voice in a next room of an Uncle Jake. Yes. And then he comes in the room and I'm like, "Whoa. Yeah. This can't be him." Yeah.
2: Yeah, I too have never really experienced that if I'm being honest. Right. Um uh I I the closest I've ever come, I think, has been like I wonder what the radio host on NPR <laughs> Sure.
1: Oh, okay, actually sound like. You know, like, like. you know what look like? I know what Omar. Yeah, I forgot about podcasts and radio stuff. Okay, because I'm sure that there's people. I'm I'm sure that there's listeners right now who don't know what I look like, right? And mm-hmm. then if they were to meet me, they'd be like, "Damn, banging! <laughs> she's so hot. Oh man, she's got."
0: Mm-hmm. Let's go some, for it. It's mm-hmm.
1: a baggy little pants on right now. <laughs> Which which oh. listeners you could never pick up from the podcast you could never pick up you would never know that I'm wearing these sassy little baggy pants that are drawstring okay yeah, yeah.
0: you would never
1: guess that I'm wearing these like little ooh these uh light blue um ankle socks mm-hmm. that have like <laughs> b- bunnies with glasses on um yes you'd never guess mm-hmm. but get this mm-hmm. I am pretty color coordinated today this is shocking mm-hmm. Okay, Okay. The pants, mm-hmm. my pants are like an olive green. Mm-hmm. My top, mm-hmm. olive green. My nails, uh-huh. olive green.
0: Interesting. Check that out. Wow, Isn't I don't think
1: that anyone Isn't picked it that up
2: from listening to this.
1: No, no, and they and they would have seen that color cohort, mm-hmm. and would have been like, that is the hottest person I've ever seen. Yes. Because of that, yeah.
2: Yes, and I think people listening to this would hear my voice.
1: Right. Okay, and
2: they would never guess when they'd see me. Yeah. They would go, "My goodness! <laughs> oh, oh my goodness! My goodness!" <laughs> um, he's wearing joggers, which are pretty similar to what Kelly's okay, wearing. Okay, sure.
1: Sassy little joggers. Sassy
2: little joggers. Um, these two really go for the drawstring situation, don't
1: they? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yours is also drawstring.
2: Yeah, mine are for sure drawstring. Oh, I'm having hot. a real casual. <laughs>
1: oh man, there's nothing sexier than a drawstring (laughs) pant. Oh, just knowing that like a weird little shoelace is the only thing keeping your pants (laughs) up, And that sometimes if I have to pee really bad and I forget that I'm wearing a drawstring pants and I try to pull down my pants, it doesn't get down. And I'm like, oh man, I gotta untie this. I'm all tied up. Yeah. I'm all tied up. Yeah. Okay, so you're wearing a drawstring jogger. That's Nothing Hot.
2: says attractive. Uh-huh. Like right. clothing that um, screams, this was pretty easy to get on. <laughs> <laughs> this, is, yeah. this really took minimal effort.
1: Like, you know those like, okay, yeah, because it, it's like, it's, it's giving like 1920s hobo.
0: Yes. It's like
1: a person that's wearing like a... A a a very deeply unstructured pant.
2: Yes, yeah. Okay. There's no starch in this boy.
1: No, and then it's like held up by some kind of rope. Yeah, this is a modernized version of that. Yeah,
2: yeah. And if you're like, oh, parachute pants? No, no, no. That's that's no, that's more of a no. choice.
1: That's a choice.
2: This isn't a choice. This is a default.
1: This is like it shapeless, shapeless form.
2: Yeah when you start a video game and they're like, here's like your basic character build and you go, great, I'll go with this. I'm like you haven't even chosen facial features. Yeah, and like, it, no, yeah exactly. Is good you just
1: pick this random thing because yeah. the vibe is I don't care. Yes. Okay. I also,
2: mm-hmm.
1: I showered uh-huh. and my hair was wet and mm-hmm. it's not styled uh-huh. right now. Okay.
2: No one would pick that up in the podcast.
1: And here's the other thing. Mm-hmm. I do have the AC on in here. Mm-hmm. However, however, thank you for correcting yourself. Um, It's deeply muggy outside in Los Angeles. Yeah. Um, So my hair is doing a thing, which is, there is a thickness to it. Mm -hmm. Um, A coarseness, one might say.
2: Sure. A
1: volume. There's not, right, there's a volume to it. However, there's no pretty little wave going on. So it's, like, very straight, Mm -hmm. but, like, chunky. Prominent. Prominent. My hair is prominent right now. Your
2: hair is sort of like what 90s shoulder pads were doing. Right. Yeah.
1: And it's, you know Princess Peach in Mario Kart? (laughs) Yeah. And you're like turning and the hair does not move. Yes. That's what's happening for me right now. Yes. Yeah.
2: And my hair, nothing's going on. I'm sitting in a still (laughs) airless room and it is torrential it is billowing okay um as if i'm mr darcy standing outside in a storm saying yeah i'm the one that spread the rumors right of course i thought that your sister was beneath him
1: yes speaking of darcy yes so darcy (laughs) um is uh shocked by how hot this uncle is and her mom's like i have to go yeah and she leaves
2: yeah, the mom's like, This isn't the plan. I'm gonna leave you with just this man.
1: With this uncle who I detest.
2: This uncle who I detest and do not trust. This older man whom you're gonna spend a lot of time with.
1: And he's like, Do you wanna meet my family? <laughs> and she's like, I didn't know you were married. And he's like he's like, Don't you ever fucking say that shit to me again. <laughs> yeah.
2: He snaps.
1: He's like, he's like, You don't have to be married to have a family. Yeah. Also, real
2: quick, am I wrong in saying that they're family?
1: They are family. So, like, yeah. when he says, like, do you want to meet my family? It would be funny if she was like, do you mean me? Because <laughs> um, she's like, I already know myself. He <laughs> who? Um, but instead, she's like the marriage thing. And he's like, I'm not fucking married. I'm single as shit. Yeah. And you should know that as my niece.
2: Yeah. As, as my niece, you should be aware of my marital status. Yeah. Um but I would love to introduce you to my family and she goes yeah. like yeah, okay I'll meet your family. Um and so we meet the family. Mm. Now um uh, uh special detective Tiger. Yes. Uh according to your notes who is the family?
1: Okay. Do you like horror movies? <laughs>
2: special detective we have so little time to Just finish. answer
1: the question this is relevant.
2: No one has ever spoken to special to Bell Bottoms like this before, but I will answer the question. I I'm sorry, do.
1: I should have addressed you, <laughs> Bell
2: Bottoms. No, rec- No, the uh, r- r- rookies aren't allowed to say that.
1: Well, who's gonna who's gonna lay down the law? No one.
2: I think uh, you've graduated from rookie status. Oh my god, Tiger! You've done quite well for yourself. No, Thank you. I'm. I get too scared.
1: Oh well, so then you won't know this <laughs> reference. But <laughs> okay. there's like a a Wolfman and like a Dracula. The Dracula ones the most important. The other ones don't really matter.
2: Yeah, they've got a creature from the Black Lagoon up in there. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. they've got references to a bunch of different movies up in this family unit.
1: Mm-hmm. They're statues. Yeah, I should say. They're statues. They're statues of horror monsters. Yeah. And I guess, and this was the thing that I had difficulty with as okay. an investigator was understanding the structure in which he lives. So we've got a whole showroom.
2: What it like? So he's. Is it his house? There's, yes. So it's, there's a place, um, there is a place in Boston, Massachusetts. No, no, I'm sorry, in Salem, Massachusetts, where okay. there's a collection of statues that are perfect recreations of um, horror film monsters and villains. Okay. Or some would call them the heroes of those films. And uh, they rock. It's a really cool place. You walk around. So I'm imagining it like that, where there's just a bottom floor where you can walk around. You, you pay at the beginning. And then you walk around in a little circle and you look at them in this sort of dioramas and tableaus. Sure. Then you exit the house up the stairs.
1: No, but he lives downstairs. That's the thing. Uh, so he, I guess he was in the base mall. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so we got, we introduced to solve this goddamn problem. We introduced another floor. Right. So no, but I think it's, I think it's just in the ground level because they mentioned it later that there's like a ground level bedroom and they're like why isn't she So can she just you like there?
1: imagine? Can you imagine you you run I guess a museum?
2: Yeah, I mean Run is a really liberal way of saying it cuz he does have a job where he's like a DJ or something.
1: Oh yeah, but he hires like local teens to like run it. Run the museum. And that's the other thing that's confusing to me is that these are not from the movie. Yeah. It's kind of like a wax museum, I guess, but it they're not wax.
2: It. it is like he's definitely on his way to getting sued.
1: Right. Right. And he's inherited this museum from an old man who is dead.
2: Right.
1: <laughs> um, and he's like, he's, he's like, okay, so this is my family. I take care of them. And you can like work here also taking care of the family. Yeah, you're going Meaning- to run the front desk. Yeah, you take tickets.
2: Yeah, you take tickets and you tell people, this is the agreement. <laughs> you didn't know yeah. you were going to do this. But don't yeah. worry, you're only going to do it twice.
1: Right. And it won't really... I mean, one time, one of the times you do it will be, like, the most horrible experience of your life. But, like, otherwise, it'll be fine. Other
2: than that, it's going to be great.
1: And he's, like, also, like, there's this kid, Elliot, that works here.
2: Yeah. So Elliot works here. Elliot also works somewhere else.
1: <laughs> yes. Elliot has a couple jobs, to me, so like, okay, okay, okay. so she, um, she goes,
0: oh, sorry,
1: I think my brain didn't have enough oxygen. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, so he's like, you can work here, but there's no time right now. I have to go to my DJ set and you can come with me. Yeah. And so they go to this like club that teens are allowed at. Yeah. It's also a music venue. Yeah. And he's like, "Here are my friends, yeah, who are also teenagers, and are they? they are, are they? They have to be. They are. Yeah. Yes. And it's Elliot, Elliot,
2: Brandon, Brandon.
1: Who's the mean girl? Liz, Liz, Liz. Um, Ke- 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 Kevin, what, Kyle,
2: Kyle is Liz's Liz's brother. brother. So let's go through this really quick. So now, sure." So, uh, so Tiger, we got our we got our lineup here. Yeah, of all the suspects, we haven't talked about the crime yet, but that's okay. We'll get back to that in a second. It hasn't happened okay.
1: yet. Okay,
2: okay. Uh, we got Uncle Jake.
1: Yeah, hot,
2: sexy as all hell. Yeah. Then we've got Elliot, the okay. kid from ET.
1: Yeah. Okay. So Elliot, the situation with Elliot, and this is told to us by the other characters. Yeah. As they warn Darcy, they're like, "By the way, he's not quite right." Yeah. They're like, he actually was never quite right. Yeah. Like he was always very strange. Um, but like he got into an accident and he's like been worse.
2: Yeah. There's something very wrong with him.
1: And she's like, Okay. And then Elliot, like, throughout the book, like either shows up in random places or is like running darting around and she's trying to catch him and he's like has blood on himself a lot. hmm So Constantly, that's just something about he's him.
2: He's a slippery bloody boy.
1: Yes, quite.
2: Yeah, so that's sort of the layout of of Elliot. So we've got Uncle Jake, we've got Elliot. Then next up, we've got Brandon.
1: Brandon, very hot.
2: Very hot. Bit of a bit of a uh, dramatic person.
1: Yes, he wants to be an actor. He's yes. playing Dracula in a play in the community theater production of Dracula.
2: Yeah. So he's playing Dracula in the, which will be relevant later at
1: some point. Um, yeah. Really getting also into he's dating Liz.
2: He's Liz's boyfriend. Yes. Okay. Now, Liz.
1: Big, big time bitch. Hates everybody. Hates everyone. Everyone kind of hates her, but we don't really know why she stays around. Yes. This actually, I did feel sad for Liz. Like, she doesn't have any friends. Sure. Because she's such a bitch.
2: <laughs> right.
1: And only has Brandon, basically, and her brother, Kevin.
2: Yes. Liz has surrounded herself with the worst men on the yes. planet. Yes. Yes. Um, and is related to one as well, which is tough. Yeah. That's tough. Uh, um, so you know, I don't really know how to help you there if I'm being honest. But that's Liz. Yeah. And then finally, we have Kyle. Literally unremarkable. Not a single descriptor I can think of for Kyle.
1: Um, he's like hot too. He All the guys are hot. hot. This is the thing. Every single guy in this is hot. Like even Elliot, like Elliot's, like, scary hot. Yeah. And then, okay, this is the thing. Okay, Jake is older hot. Elliot's scary hot. Kyle is, like, approachable hot. And then Brandon is, like, long hair hot.
2: Yes. These are the Spice Girls, but for this book.
1: But for this book. Yeah. And then Liz is, like, mean, but pretty when she smiles, which, okay. <laughs> and then that's it. And Darcy is unremarkable and stupid.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Darcy's kind of just going with the flow. Darcy's kind of like yeah. a piece of driftwood over some waves.
1: Yes. And these boys are a frothy tide. Yes. Because every single one of the boys is obsessed with her. This so we we briefly spoke of this book. Mm-hmm. This book reads like a it's a like reverse harem, um, like fanfic. Yeah. Because it's literally every single one of these guys wants to fuck Darcy <laughs> and she's like okay like she's not like oh no who do i pick yeah she's like oh this is really fun yes which more power to her i guess yeah i mean great yeah i mean you know if you got it
2: work it um yeah but i don't know what that is (laughs) which we'll get to i guess in a little bit because now we've got our suspects lined up yeah we've got our main subject not suspect but subject okay now it's time for the crime okay um, they go to the, the dance club concert hall. Sure. The Rockefeller Center. And yeah. they all have a good old time. They talk and everyone's like, you gotta watch out for this person. You gotta watch out for this person. Elliot's a weirdo. Brandon and Liz are oh, dating. also
1: they're like, by the way, someone was murdered.
2: And he's, by the way, someone was murdered. Yeah. Um, and when uh, Darcy asks for the details of the murder, everyone kind of gets a little quiet, a little worried about how much details to share. But we eventually find out that these are vampire murders. Now, fair listener, when you hear that, I want you to picture what that could possibly mean. It will not
1: be what it is.
2: Yes. It is a vampire murder. Correct. Mm
1: -hmm. Correct.
2: There are probably, I would say, Mm -hmm. Special Detective Tiger, I would probably say that there are two marks on the neck. Is that correct?
1: There are, but not in the way you'd think.
2: What, hold on, Special Detective. What are you, hold on. So these are called so, the vampire murders. They're being referenced right, and yeah. referred to as the vampire murders. Yes, yes, yes,
1: yes. And yes. the killer is being called the vampire.
2: And he's being called a vampire. Yes. Now, Special Detective, the murder, that, the way this would happen would be there are two puncture marks on the neck.
1: Incorrect. It, no. <laughs> Incorrect.
2: They would, they would, okay. No. Okay. That They're is, not. That is the most vampiric thing, though
1: oh right. so okay how about two puncture marks on, see the, on the wrist no 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 the wrist is fine
2: uh, two, oh it's a it's a it's a tales from the crypt situation Bordello mm-hmm. blood two puncture marks on the inner thigh
1: okay so here's what is the problem okay is that you keep going towards puncture marks this is not
2: it, uh special detective th- it's gotta be that if it's a vampire no. murder I'm gonna
1: tell you something <laughs> not a puncture mark in sight not a puncture mark in sight are there any yeah, marks on
2: th- the neck at all yes there are yes well what are the marks then Lipstick. I'm sorry.
1: <laughs> yeah. What's wrong?
2: I'm sorry. Special like Do you say lipstick?
1: Yeah. Yes. So yes. a lipstick marked
2: to be like a gash of where? Uh, no. No.
1: It's not. It's not the blood.
2: There's no blood on the neck.
1: Well, there's a slit throat. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah. What? What's up?
2: Uh, special like That's just a murder.
1: No. No. But there's like um, lipstick on the neck. In like a kiss. No. Uh,
2: don't tell me that there's two. Hastily drawn lipstick marks.
1: Yeah, it's like two dots. Uh huh. With a lipstick.
2: Okay.
1: Here's my issue. Okay. So here's my question. Here's the I one guess.
2: issue and the one question.
1: I my question is, if you think that you are a vampire, right? Yeah. Because this this killer does think that they're a vampire.
2: Yeah, and I've often sometimes wondered if I'm a vampire.
1: Okay, we'll get to that in a second. Okay. Um, but this person thinks that they are a vampire. Yeah. But they're not biting the person. No, they are using lipstick to make two marks, so they know that they cannot bite the person.
2: Yeah. Also, real quick, I don't mean to yes. interrupt here.
1: It's okay. I'm
2: new to the world of makeup and cosmetics. Okay,
1: sure. I'm, I mean, I'm, well, I'm, oh, mm-hmm. you're, yeah. Well, I mean, you're, you're an older, uh, older detective. Uh, yeah, I'm a,
2: yeah, yeah. Bell Bottoms is Bell Bottoms only wears blush. You know what I mean? uh maybe a light foundation okay um and a blush not i don't uh bell bottoms uh, the character growth will be when you see bell bottoms wearing some beautiful eyeshadow maybe sporting a little bit of glitter maybe uh-huh. a little bit of eyeliner um uh, you know some other stuff that we could play with but for right now i'm new to the world of cosmetics
1: okay okay
2: um a lipstick canister and a yes. lipstick that would be used to make these two marks
1: yes it's a pretty
2: thick <laughs> surface yeah. right mm mm-hmm. mhm like a like a hugely thick surface.
1: Yeah, like it's a it's very like it, the diameter of the marks that you would be getting yeah. is like larger than what a tooth would be.
2: <laughs> like by like
1: by, by a, a lot. lot right? Yeah, by a lot. Like to a point where like if I were to see that, yeah. on I wouldn't think vampire.
2: No, what would you think?
1: I would think monkeypox. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it's like large. Right. You know, or I would think. I mean, I guess if I want to be not anachronistic, because anachronistic, because this is like you know not happening now.
2: Right, right. This story does. I guess I would think it's.
1: I would think it's some kind of boil. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? I would, or I wouldn't think that. I would be like, this is lipstick. But (laughs) I guess I would like. I would be like, maybe this is a burn, and then I would touch it, and I'd be like, oh, it's like, it's transferring onto my hand. So this is makeup.
2: Right. This is clearly lipstick. They're called the yeah. vampire murders. Here's the thing is the main thing of the murder is that the throats are slit. Yes. Yeah. And this happens a few times. I, I mean, we could go. And also
1: no blood is drank. This like, let this be clear. Yeah. No blood is ever drunk. The only marks that are vampiric are these two giant red splotches on someone's neck and a yeah. slit throat. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the,
2: yeah. The only thing that's vampiric is the two splotches.
1: <laughs> oh, right. Not the slit throat. <laughs> Because they wouldn't really do that. That's
2: more of just like how like a attack.
1: Well, and like that's vampiric. Like that mark, right? Those marks on the neck.
2: Right. The neck ones, not the throat.
1: Yes. The the the, like the (laughs) the, the vampire bite marks. Yeah. The lipstick. Okay. That is vampiric in the same way that like I Mm -hmm. am a professional tennis player. Do you see (laughs) what I'm saying? Like we're somewhere like vaguely, right? Like I do play tennis. Yes, I'm quite horrible. Yeah. So, yeah, it's a vampire in
2: the same way that like I'm a mandolin player. I'm looking at my sure. mandolin.
1: Okay. I haven't touched you... it in
2: like seven months. Yeah. You know, but I
1: have it. And can you can you noodle around on it pretty well? I can
2: noodle a little bit. I used to be able to play Irish Washerwoman pretty fast. Uh, oh, that's cool. But uh, uh, and the Swallowtail Jig a little bit. Whiskey for breakfast. Um uh, but right now wouldn't be great I think at it. You
1: are pretty close to I Being think a vampire. you're more of a mandolin player than that is vampiric.
2: <laughs> Thank you. That's true. You're right. Do you see what I'm in saying? No way is that vampiric.
1: It's not. It's only vampiric in that it's like, I guess because it's on the neck and it's two marks. There is a line in this
2: that I took a lot of umbrage with as someone who likes bats. Where sure. it was like, oh yeah, the vampire marks. You know how like vampire bats do that? That's not how vampire bats Drink. They blood. don't, leave, they, they don't a, have two little bite marks.
1: <laughs> they don't have two giant bite marks.
2: <laughs> what they do is they like sanitize and then, uh, what do you call it when like you make your skin like very insensitive? Anis-
1: Num. n- Anis- they numb. They anesthetize.
2: It. They anesthetize like a little portion of like, let's say, like a cow's heel, right? Sure. And then they treat that and then they uh, break the skin. Mm. And then just kind of drink a little bit of blood from the surface mm-hmm. and then lick it and with like their healing saliva, and that's it. And then they fly away. Yeah. And that's how a vampire bat does it. It's not goes up to the neck and just goes, I'm a vampire, like Nicolas Cage in that movie about him being right. a vampire.
1: Well, what they don't do is say, Do you want to come with me? And when someone's like, I don't know you, oh, then slit their throat. Oh
2: my God, we forgot about the
1: opening of this book. Oh, right. There's a cold <laughs> open. There's a cold open where a bunch of friends go to see a fortune teller and one person is like told that they're special and that they're going to find the one or whatever yeah. that will like go with them into the into this new life. And they're like, oh my God, that's true.
2: Yeah, and you don't know who it is. Right. Uh, But yeah, there's a fortune teller and the word is used that I don't think we're allowed to use anymore. Oh um, yes,
1: they're, yeah. It's a Romani person, I guess. Yes. Or it, possibly or it's not. not.
2: It's most possibly likely Possibly just someone
1: dressed that way. <laughs> I think it's probably some lady from Long Island.
2: It's it's a racist is what we're saying. It's a
1: racist, right? Yeah.
2: Um so yeah, it starts off with a racist being like, "Oh yeah, by the way, like you are special and you're going to end up with the one." And the person's like, "B bingo, I knew it." Yeah. Um yeah. so I mean, it uh, going beat by beat for this is going to be a little tricky here, uh cadet, because mm. it really starts to get muddy. This is a rotating well, door of interactions yeah. that is nonstop.
1: Yeah. This is like yeah.
2: crank but for cute boys instead of right. action scenes.
1: Cause basically like and also like not a ton actually happens. It's more that she like has interactions with each of these cute boys that all want her. Yeah. Um, and I guess like people get killed, but like it's not anyone that she knows. No no one that we ever meet. No. It's the, random people.
2: At every point of this story. No commentary, but at every point in the story, I was like, you. if you t- pulled me aside and went, by the way, none of this actually happened, I would believe you. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. If yeah. they were like, by the way, no one got killed, we just were playing you. Um, which I guess is kind of the point of like gaslighting somebody, um, you know, into insanity. So the first sort of incident on our cork board here is that a rat shows up. Yeah. Darcy goes to bed mm-hmm. after meeting everybody and goes, like, all right, time for me to sleep and pulls back the sheets and there is a headless rat. Yeah. We'll and come, she's yeah. like,
1: oh my God. She gets really scared. Yeah. And then Jake is like, hi, I'm here. Um, oh, and yeah. that was my cat.
2: That was my cat. Uh and she's like, what? And he's like, oh, You don't have a cat. He's like, Yeah, I've got a stray cat, and it just does this all the time. So I'm gonna go ahead and bundle this up. Now, please sleep on this pillow where you <laughs> do Yeah. Rat. Okay. So we got that. Follow up Jake doesn't have a cat.
1: Yeah, all the all of his teenage friends are like his cat died
2: so ago. suspect number one of strange things going on yeah uh J- this is probably the best way to approach uncle this. jake uncle jake what what points do we have against Uncle? oh jake? yeah
1: yeah okay so yeah we can do like yeah uh pros and cons okay pros and cons. of each of these <laughs> of each of these guys yes and liz i guess and
2: liz um who hates darcy because well i guess we can get to that when we get to liz right okay so let's start right. with uncle jake yeah um Generally, he always pops mm-hmm, up. Always pops up. He diminishes all the creepy stuff that's happening to her. Constantly diminishes all the creepy stuff that happens to her. Finds the rat. Lies about the cat being the one that put the rat there. Um Also, the
1: bats in her room.
2: There's also bats. One time she wakes up. Also, he watches her sleep. He stands over he her bed and watches her stand sleep. Over
1: her and watch her sleep. That's he,
2: true. Also later, and just because we're blasting through the book, because I think it's the only yeah. way to do this linearly. Yeah. Um He. And, and you know, as you're listening to this listener, try to guess who the killer is.
1: Yeah. Okay. Yeah.
2: And then he also goes, hey, you think I'm the killer towards the end of the book. Right. And she goes, I didn't say that. And he goes like, I can't believe you think I'd do that. How could you? I'm to trap you right. here because you're beautiful. I didn't realize you'd be so beautiful. Your mother didn't say you were so beautiful and so perfect. Yeah. You cleaned up. And she was like, you yelled at me when I cleaned up. He's like, I didn't yell at you. I raised my voice and I screamed at you. Not yell <laughs>
1: Yeah, he's like, I didn't yell at you. I was confused because I don't have object permanence and my house looked different.
2: <laughs> and she's like, but you lost everything. He's like, I like it that way. I like not knowing where my things are.
1: Also, he's then he's like, she, she's like running around at this like carnival thing and he's like, he's like, hey, and then he like jumps on her.
2: Yes. And like grabs tackles her, her to the ground.
1: And she's like, oh my God, what kind of uncle are you? And he's like, I'm not related to you by blood.
2: Yeah, I'm not actually related to
1: you. And also here's the other thing is that no one in this book actually really cares about incest. No, no one's really worried about that. Right. Because another thing that happens and I will like it's it's very small, but I just want to say because we know Liz and um, Kyle, Kyle, are brother, sister. Right. Yes. So Darcy's like, I love this music. Kyle's a really great drummer. And Liz says one of the best around. He has great hands. Yeah. Um, so everyone's kind of like it's a free for all fuck town
2: yeah it is a in the most boring way possible because everyone's upset at each other
1: yeah well no one's actually doing anything they just like like each other this really
2: is a a case study of polyamory (laughs) as a town (laughs) Um,
1: (laughs) the whole town is polyamorous
2: because everyone's in a bad mood and no one trusts each other
1: Um, yeah and there's it's one of those things that seems like more fun in practice so okay i mean i'm sorry in theory uh (laughs) so
2: in theory very stressful it's really um, so
1: stressful, but in practice, like very fun and easy. Um,
2: yeah. It's what people used to tell me capitalism was but like on paper. It makes no sense. But trust me, it works in the real world. Fucking lies. Yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Absolute yeah. Absolute
2: yeah. lies. Um. OK, so that's Uncle Jake. Also, the last one that probably we should put on this board, if it's of any interest. I don't know if this oh, is like, a big ding. Um, he Sorry, does it, drug her.
1: He does. Wait, when does he do that?
2: At the end with milk. <laughs> he goes, drink this glass of milk. And then she right. passes out and he goes, don't worry, I'll never leave you.
1: Oh, that's right. And she's like, yay. Okay. Also, another thing he does, uh-huh. he's like, he not not only is he like, I didn't know you'd be so hot. Yeah. He's like, I didn't know I'd care for you so much. I'm never going to leave your side. Yes.
2: You are and the one. And then we'll talk
1: about, we'll talk, and he's like, you're the one. Yeah. And we'll talk about like the last scene in the book, which I honestly became enraged at. But- yes. That will happen later.
2: We have okay. To so that's about the that.
1: That. that's the case file of yeah, uh, hot Uncle Jake. Yes. Okay.
2: Um. So now we move on to let's say Elliot. Okay. Okay.
1: Elliot. Elliot. Um, a little bit
2: off. A little bit off.
1: Um. He's he always wears sunglasses. Always wear sunglasses because, at night because people don't like seeing his eyes because his eyes are scary, but they're just like gray. Yeah. He also appears and disappears at all times. Like, he's, like, sometimes there. He's always, like, following her. He, like we said earlier, he's constantly covered in blood. Yeah. Um, and he, like, he claims he can see the future. When he first meets her, he's like, you're going to die.
2: Yeah. You're going to be the next one to die.
1: He um, is just, like, very strange. Yeah. And, um, uh, like, speaks very um esoterically. Yes.
2: Yeah. Total, total creep show, honestly. Sean. Um, you know that shot in Shaun of the Dead where Shaun is looking at to someone trying to catch a pigeon and a the bus goes by and then the person disappears? Uh huh. That's Elliot all the time. She constantly sees him looking at her in public places and goes, There's Elliot. And then turns, someone's like, I don't see him.
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And it's every time, every time, I'm like, Just don't take your eyes off him. Yeah. Because she constantly is like, sees him, turns to talk to somebody and say, there's Elliot, turns back, Elliot's gone.
2: Yeah. Also,
1: Oh, Elliot does capture her. I'm sorry.
2: Oh, also Elliot does capture her. Um, (laughs) That is a good point. Um, That's a very, very good point.
1: When, when the shit was really going down at that point, I was screaming because it was so many different things happening. Yeah. So, she's like, Uncle Jake is the killer. He, Uncle Jake poisons her with, Milk and yeah. she she falls asleep. He's like, You're gonna stay here with me forever. Drugs her with the milk. Oh right. She passes out. She yeah. wakes up. Elliot's there in some fucking like Frankenstein's monster like Dr. Frankenstein like fucking laboratory. Yeah. And there's and like body parts. Yeah. He's tied her to a table. Yeah. And he's like, Don't worry, like, I'm gonna make sure that you stay here. I've been helping your uncle Jake. And I've been watching you.
2: So these are yeah. So these are two dings against these two suspects.
1: Yeah. And she's like, I didn't I can't believe that there were two killers the whole time. Yeah. That's her thought. So so far on the board, we
2: got Uncle Jake, we got Elliot. And this is I will be honest, pretty damning evidence.
1: (laughs) Damning. And 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 one of those things where I'm like, even if innocent reprehensible behavior.
2: Exactly. Even if innocent. Because like, what are you?
1: doing yeah 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 okay guilty of something maybe not this crime
2: guilty of something maybe not this crime
1: okay let's uh speaking
2: of ardent criminals um brandon
1: brandon
2: okay so brandon constantly hitting on darcy
1: so much and in front of liz his girlfriend
2: in front of liz and is just like hey darcy i wonder what it would be like to kiss you you know stuff like that
1: yeah and and like in front of liz and then Liz like gets mad, and everyone's like, "Wow, Liz is such a bitch." Yeah, <laughs> and it's like, okay, but like Brandon's like actively being like really horrible, actively to her.
2: cheating on Liz
1: in front of everyone, yeah. and no one cares. Um, so there's that. Also, an actor. He, he's an actor. Huge he's ding. playing Dracula. Yeah, huge ding. He also really um, wants
2: to get. Oh, we should also add that Jake believes that uh, Uncle Jake believes that vampires are real.
1: Yes. Because that's right. like
2: legitimately are real. And then Brandon is talking to Jake about doing research because Brandon really wants to get into the role of what it's like to be a vampire killer. Right. Um and uh say. Yes. Oh
1: right. But then he hit Uncle Jake hypnotizes Brandon into like doing more research.
2: Yeah. Hypnotizes him using vampire abilities. That's yes. another ding against um, Jake but it's also a ding against Brandon because Brandon might be hypnotized into doing the kills
1: like is he a thrall yes yeah
2: Um. yeah yeah so um, is I also love that Hollywood is like hey do you want to see a movie about the main character of a, of a horror thing no I want to see the film about the sidekick
1: <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> we're very much following the least e- exciting person I love that book.
2: instinct I really love yeah. that instinct well what are the stories of the shipwrights that brought Dracula to the shore without realizing what's their stories yeah Yeah. um so yeah so brandon uh doing all this stuff um and um let's see what else i mean that's a pretty bad one to be like yeah i'm doing research on how to kill people as a vampire
1: yeah and also like he um is like very aggressive in his uh romantic pursuit of um uh, Darcy but yeah. she does like it like she's like oh I really like like here's the thing Darcy loves all of this attention from everybody yes she's the prettiest girl at the ball and that's true yes yeah is it
2: is it naivety or is it internalized misogyny the amount mm. that she feeds Brandon's and I'm not trying to I'm not trying to victim shame here Brandon is a horrible human being
1: but, but Darcy's not good though. she enjoys the fact
2: that She's getting, like, not she's getting, but like, Brandon is actively making Liz uncomfortable.
1: Yeah. Like, she likes that she is the better girl than Liz. Like, she's, she is fully internalized misogynying. She's like, she's like pitting herself against the one other girl in this group. Yeah. And only, and only is kind to Liz when Liz is on death's door,
2: (laughs) which we'll talk about. Which we'll talk about when we get to the Liz uh, 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 cork board. Yeah, sure. only nice to her when she's like, well, you're gonna die, so. Right. You
1: know. And I need deuces. answers from you before this happens. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so that's that's, but that's pretty much Brandon. Okay, so then next up we have. Liz. Liz.
2: Um, Liz, I think the biggest thing about Liz that we should probably pin up to the board mm-hmm. is that she killed the rat.
1: <laughs> she did kill the rat. She She's the one who's been like doing the, I guess, pranks on Darcy. Yeah. Because she is deeply jealous of Darcy because Darcy is getting attention from Brandon and all the other guys, frankly. Yeah. Um, And Liz just, like, has... She has no friends. She, she has... She admits when she's on Death's Door, she admits that, like, she's like, I was just really mean to you because, like, I don't know how to be friends with people. I've pushed everyone away. All I have is Brandon. He's the one thing in my life. And, like, he now wants you. And, like, I don't know what to do.
2: Oh, yeah. Also, let's... Okay, so also... There was a thing where she made a threat to about Darcy. Oh,
1: that's right. She was like,
2: I'm going to take care of Darcy. But this was shortly before that happened shortly before she got her throat slit and her friends abandoned her to quote the show Angel um, in season season four, I think, um, Mm -hmm. where uh, yeah, she was like, I'm going to do something really bad. But then she got attacked by the vampire killer. So unless this is a very smart and conniving way about it, because she did murder a rat and rip off its head.
1: Yes. Oh, and we learned that the head was ripped off while it was alive. Like this is a whole thing. I'm like, th- there's something wrong with these people. Yes. Like these people, even if not the killer, there's something deeply wrong with this fucked up town. Yeah. But okay.
2: Also, I gotta say, Darcy. Mm. Uh, who? I mean, we could also put up a corkboard for Darcy if we wanted, but um, yeah, Darcy being like, um, hey, to the doctors, almost hopefully, is Liz dead? <laughs> Where yeah, like, she wants yeah. to see, she wants to talk to you. And Darcy's like, right. all right, but like, is she going to die?
1: Yeah. And then she, and then she's like how, like, how much is she talking like enough to like give information to solve a case?
2: Yeah. And it was like, she just wants to talk to you. And it was like, well, okay. Uh.
1: And she's like, how much does she see? <laughs> you know what? And the doctors are like, I don't know. Like, you should just talk to you her. You know what?
2: Corkboard open for Darcy.
1: Yeah. That Darcy. was really
2: suspicious behavior. Yeah. Darcy also happens to have a very good alibi every single time someone is murdered. I know. Also we should probably put another point up on Elliot's where they ever they're over there like, "Hey Elliot, where were you when the murder happened?" He's like, "I was there."
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's like and and he's like I'm covered in blood because I was there when the murder was happening." Yes. And like everyone's like, "Huh." Okay.
2: Yeah. Everyone's like, "All right, well that makes sense." <laughs> um.
1: <laughs> they're like, "Well, he they're like, "Well, he's not right because of the motorcycle accident." Yeah. was yeah. like, "Oh, okay. Okay." <laughs> I don't really know how that explains the blood yeah. thing, but...
2: He couldn't kill someone. He's he's a killer. Um, yeah, exactly. So, um, uh, Liz... So, Darcy, now, we're filling out this mm. list. Darcy, kind of up there for me. Let's, yeah, let's do I a mean... quick pause. Let's do, let's do an assessment. Let's go through all of our suspects really quick. Okay. Um, let's go backwards. Darcy, main yeah. character. Yeah. So you can read her thoughts, literally. Yeah. But she Dis, she did she she heard the threat of Liz against her? I know. And then Liz wound up injured.
1: She has a lot of motive. A lot of motive. And here's the other thing. Uh-huh. So for me, she's like she's not number 1 on my like it's probably her. Yeah. But she's like above Liz. Yes. Because she's above Liz yeah. cuz Liz does get her throat cut. Yeah. Um and uh yeah, that's
2: pretty tough. That's pretty tough. That's a pretty She's big. A, that's a pretty. Big I would pitch. say
1: she can't beat... To me, she 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 also beats Brandon. I think.
2: I think so too. I think there is a lot of um, abuse.
1: Yes, and now.
2: <laughs> and she also did kill a rat.
1: I was saying. Uh-huh. That Darcy is above Brandon on the list.
2: Oh, I see. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but she does beat Brandon, uh, physically. Uh, Liz.
2: <laughs> I see. I agree on both accounts. Um- yes.
1: <laughs> right. Brandon
2: trying to get into the mind of a Dracula killer. Sure. But
1: I don't know. He's like with Liz during a lot of it though. He is with like Liz. Like he's like a lot with her during the during the fucking bat shit. So,
2: he, yeah, he is during the bat shit, bat shit. Um yeah. Okay, so here's the thing. Mm. Let's widen the scope a little bit, special detective. Okay. It could be Teams. It could be. But we haven't even finished covering the peop- all the people. I suppose not. I guess right before we get the last person, just kind of assessing, getting our list in order. Sure. We've got uh, Jake and Elliot at the top here,
1: mm-hmm. individually.
2: Then we've yeah. got Liz. Yeah. Brandon Darcy, is that right?
1: Yeah. I think Darcy is maybe above Liz for me. Okay. As far as probability.
2: Okay. So right now we've got Jake Elliot. Jake individually, yeah. Elliot individually. Darcy, yeah. question mark. Yeah. Then we've got Liz. Then we've got Brandon. Yeah. Individually. Now, here's the thing. It could also be Liz and Brandon. It yeah. could also be Jake and Elliot. And if I might quickly give you this pitch.
0: Mm-hmm. The
2: reason for that is Jake does uh, drug Darcy with milk. Mm-hmm. And then she wakes up and Elliot says, I'm working with Jake. <laughs> While yes. she's tied up.
1: I mean, and we, here's we, another yeah. thing pointing to it. Yeah. There's another thing pointing to it. Jake arrives and is like, oh, Elliot is working with me. <laughs> So then it's like, okay, I guess like, wow, they really are working together. Okay, so
2: so far, I would say that the team up of Jake and Elliot is kind of at the top of the That's list for me.
1: That's massively number one.
2: Okay, so now we've got one last person. Okay. Um, out of technicality, let's go through this. Kyle, I'm going to be honest. Here's my, here's all the things against Kyle.
1: Okay. None. None. Has uh, has never
2: done anything bad, is completely unremarkable.
1: Has all, no personality except that he's like kind of nice. Yeah. And uh, rides a motorcycle. Yeah. Um, he, which in uh, this friend group,
2: kind of bold choice.
1: <laughs> yes, yes. Um, he, uh, yeah, I don't know. Tends to show up uh, when she needs him, and he gives her rides, places. Yeah, he also so that's was much the it. first she one. She does to tell kiss him. him.
2: She does kiss him. Yeah. Um, he was. But the- she kisses Brandon too. She kisses Brandon. She kisses him. Does she ever kiss? She doesn't kiss Elliot. She's repulsed by Elliot. She's repulsed by Elliot. Does she ever? Well, kiss-
1: she likes that he thinks she's hot, though.
2: Yeah, yeah, get that attention, but no touch. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, then she, what am I saying? Then she. Oh, also, this is what I was trying to say. Uh, Kyle also was the first one to fess up about the
1: rat. That's right. And he was like, He's "Hey, like, I feel really we're bad. We're the about ones who did it."
2: Yeah. Um, Liz and I did the rat thing because Liz was really upset about how Brandon likes you. She has a lot of issues. Um, I don't trust my sister. I just need you to have that information. I want you to have all the agency and understand what's going on. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Not a whole lot on the Kyle list. No. That's okay, though. You know what? It helps to have one with a completely clean slate. All yeah. right. So now, Detective, Easy. are we ready to reveal who the killer is? Yes. Okay. I'll let you Let's do that. unmask the him. Let's unmask the killer. This is like the show The Molar that was called on ABC forever ago. Do you yes. remember that one where it's like, yes, can yes, you yes, get yes, to yes. the mole One person
1: list? is the liar, yeah. Yeah. Okay, I'm pulling off the mask, Uh and it is... It's Kyle. (laughs) Why is it Kyle? Why on earth is it Kyle? So
2: Kyle rocks up. Uh,
1: Oh, yeah. He saves her from Elliot.
2: Saves her from Elliot, because Elliot and Jake are working together. We know this. That is a fact. We did not lie to you. No. Um, They are working together, but they're working together to save uh, Darcy by not telling her about this, but dragging her and tying her up. Now, really quick listener, you might be like, what the fuck?
1: Correct. Yeah, correct. <laughs> um, That's the correct response.
2: Jake's explanation towards the end is, I didn't want you to be scared, so we drugged you. Then we knew you'd wake up, and we didn't want you to make a lot of noise, so we tied you up.
1: <sighs> and then Elliot was going to inject her with something. Yeah. And, and and the way that Uncle Jake explains that is he's like, wow, I guess Elliot really got carried away. He <laughs> he.
2: Yeah. I guess, That's it. I guess Elliot pulled one of his Elliot moves, you know, how he is and how he do. Um, But it is Kyle. Kyle rushes in and goes, I've been trying to kill you this whole goddamn time.
1: Yeah, he's like, I'm a vampire. Yeah. And she's like, what? Because he's got the cape. That he is wearing a cape, yeah. And he goes, I'm a
2: vampire.
1: He's like, it's me. Yeah. And he's like, do you want to join me forever in afterlife? You're my chosen one. Yeah. I'm choosing you.
2: Yeah. And then he's like,
1: also, I slit my sister's throat.
2: Yeah, I slit my sister's throat. I slit all the other throats. And she's like, why? And he's like, because those ladies didn't pay attention to me.
1: And She's like, okay.
2: He's like, I thought they would be the ones, but they weren't. And right now, listener, you might be like, oh, so this person went to the fortune teller and was told you're gonna be, you're gonna find the one. No, that's not true. It was Elliot. That's Doesn't matter.
1: That was Elliot.
2: It was Elliot. And Elliot's like, oh, the oh fortune teller God. told me that I would find you. Also, Elliot, oh, you supposedly yeah, can yeah. see the future, but you were like, you're gonna get killed. Never happens. They were
1: wrong. Incorrect.
2: <laughs> yeah. Like we're all happy then, about that, but you are wrong. You are wrong. Yeah.
1: And so then. Kyle's like about to kill her and then Brandon comes in and he's like, "Hi, I'm here to save you." And she's like, "Oh my god, thank God." Yeah,
2: thank you, Brandon.
1: And then all the guys team up to save her from Kyle. And then then we have the scene at the end which I think is unforgivable.
2: Yeah, so go ahead. Yeah, so now that we revealed who the killer is and all this stuff, yeah. um, let's talk about the unforgivable moment at the end here.
1: So, she's like, "Hold on, let me see here." Okay, so is she in what what's her deal, Darcy? Yeah,
2: like emotionally.
1: Like is is she no? Is she in a a uh, in a in a hospital bed or something? She's like in a like in in a like shock blanket or something. Yeah, she's recovering from the recovering. drugs okay.
2: that Jake gave her. I think
1: that's right. Yeah, so she's surrounded by the man who drugged her, mm-hmm. the man who tied her up and was going to inject her with something. Yeah. The man who um, used her as a way to uh, embarrass and humiliate his girlfriend. Yes. Okay. So no one's keeping people, this
2: company, by the way.
1: Liz is rotting in a fucking like hospital bed, one room over. Yeah, no one's in about- So, okay. Uh, yeah, I'm ready. So she's like, she's like, guys, um, or, or they're they're like, so Jake, Jake is like, I'm gonna take care of you. Yeah. And Brandon's like, I'm going to do it. Yeah. And then Brandon goes, she does get back. I know where she, I know where her, or no, he goes, she, she's going to go back to her house. She does get back tomorrow. Right. But you don't know where she lives. Jake stretched and looked totally unperturbed. I know where she lives, but you don't. But I can find out. I want everyone to come and see me. Darcy broke in laughing. I can't stand Aunt piranha. She winked at Jake, who winked back. Now, keep in mind, this is a family joke. Yeah. About their shared relation. Yeah. Brandon raised an eyebrow. Oh, right. Never trust a guy who lives with monsters, Darcy. He'll either lock you in the attic with his bats or put you in one of his uh, exhibits in the dungeon. I've been in one of the exhibits. Darcy returned, deadpan. I prefer the bats. You can tell the future, Elliot. Brandon leaned back, folding his arms lazily across his chest. Care to give a prediction? Ah, Jesus. Christ (laughs) Elliot looked at Darcy as if studying her face I see happiness he said quietly and people who care about you as Jake grinned and Brandon nodded Darcy reached out to squeeze Elliot's hand well she smiled nodding at the three who watched her that would certainly be a nice change (laughs) I don't believe in the death penalty (laughs) But I do believe in vigilante justice. Yes. And I do think not that Richie Tangersley Cusick should be taken out, Mm -hmm. but that 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 this type of writing is unforgivable. Yeah. The fact that she's like, don't worry, all of you boys that are fighting over me. I want all of you to visit me. Yeah. There's there's the quiet one. And then there's the the like ponytail one. And then there's the uncle one. And you're all going (laughs) to fight over me. I'm so actively repulsed by how this fucking book ends. And you're right. Liz is is alone with a slit (laughs) fucking throat in the other room.
2: After her brother attacked her, it was her own (laughs) brother who cut her throat.
1: And her own brother cut her throat. Why? Because he was so in love with Darcy. Yeah. Everyone in this book wants to fuck Darcy. I couldn't believe it.
2: It is unbelievable um, yes that's it <laughs> full yeah. stop
1: full stop it's unbelievable
2: difficult to believe I, in all my years i've never seen a case like this if i'm being yeah, quite honest neither
1: have i i mean in my in my 5 days of doing this i've right. never seen a case like
2: right. this right um yes truly uh truly an absurd descent i remember just constantly every new page i was like right but at some point this has to take form <laughs> yeah like at some point, this has to actually get like some legs because we've done quite a few of these together, mm-hmm. and there gets to like you start to pick up a pace and a rhythm where you're like, sure. oh, I I'm starting to get it. This is like Fight Club, but this or something like that. Right. This. this was legitimately just, and it's dialogue heavy. This is a Tarantino yeah. script. Yeah. This is yeah. just standing and talking. Which makes mm-hmm. it really difficult to follow. So, it's like, I saw Elliot, and you're like, when? In between what lines of dialogue?
1: Yeah, and like, he was here the whole time? Like, yeah. I
2: guess. Oh, also, just so we can explain, they were just, and she was like, but wait, everything gets explained away um, yeah. in the most satisfying ways possible. Elliot was always watching me. That's correct. We just said he wasn't because we didn't want to scare you. But yeah, every time you right. saw Elliot, 100%, we asked him to. He
1: was watching you. It's just not for the reasons you thought. Yeah. Jake was acting creepy. Yes, he was acting creepy, not because he hated you, but because he was in love with you. Yes. Um, uh, the
2: bats? Great explanation for that. There were bats.
1: There were bats. They <laughs> got in. Literally, that's the explanation. They're like, don't worry. There were bats.
2: There were bats. That's correct.
1: And they, they were in your room. Yeah. That's the explanation.
2: Yeah. There were bats. And
1: she's like, okay. So everyone lives happily ever after. And it seems like she's going to be in a, what's four for thruple? Thrupple?
2: Uh, let's, let's hear. I'm going to Google A this. cube? What's a foursome? Uh, I guess some,
0: right? Mmm.
2: Man, I got to be honest. Doing uh, searches for this all day. <laughs> I don't know if Seth MacFarlane's married or not.
1: Right. Um, you you got to, you know what? And I hate this phrase. I really hate this phrase. But you got to brush up on your Google foo.
2: I do. I do. <laughs> I, you know what? Right when you said yeah. that, I did get an answer.
1: Okay. So and... she's
2: gonna enter into a quartet. Oh
1: okay, she's in a quartet <laughs> a with barbershop quartet Sam, Right. With They're Sam. gonna get out their little kazoo and be like
2: B flat. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so it's her, Elliot, who yeah. who tied her up and was gonna inject her. Yeah. Uncle Jake, who is her uncle who drugged her. Yeah. And Brandon, who uh used her to uh destroy his uh uh girlfriend.
2: Yeah. So there's that.
1: And that's the relationship. And these are, the,
2: uh, yeah, and yeah. Um, and that's the book. They'll boldly forward. They will go. Yes. Yeah. So, how do you feel about it?
1: Um, I look. I enjoyed reading the book because it was so insane, and I was like, "Wow, I can't believe like that a book like this exists." I was screaming many times and cackling a lot. Um, that being said, I think this was a very bad book. <laughs> how about you?
2: I struggled. Mm. Um, I- why? <laughs>
1: Uh-huh. I
2: genuinely had a real rough and bad time. It was, <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, it was difficult to keep track of what was happening. It was difficult to keep track of who was popping it because literally, when it's just like, by the way, someone was killed, and then she's like, "Oh my god, Brandon, that's unbelievable! I can't believe it." He's like, "I know." Anyway, I gotta go to rehearsal to practice being Dracula. I'll be back. Leaves. As the door is opening, Kyle goes, oh, you uh, you tagging out? I'll tag in. Hey, what's up? I'm Kyle. Yeah. Kyle does all this stuff and just goes, anyway, I'm going to go ahead and climb out this window. And then um, Uncle Jake goes, are you climbing out the window? I'll climb through the window. So, hey, what's up? And then it's just the, like a nonstop barrage of exposition. And it's also, the thing is, with a mystery, mysteries are very mm-hmm. difficult.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
2: Mysteries are very difficult. I know this as someone who um, has watched the show Broadchurch church one time, the full way through, and I just watched the pilot the other day because I was just like, I'm in the mood to watch. Broad.
1: I watched it all the way through that first season. It's great. Oh,
2: you didn't watch seasons two or three, series two or three.
1: I started series two, but then um, I and I was I was watching it a little bit later. I got distracted because I got divorced. Oh, that would yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. So then it kind of stopped. Okay. Um. Okay. Yeah, that makes. Is sense. Is it good?
2: I, I mean, it's, I can't recommend disturbing shows in all good faith, if that makes sure. sense. But if you're looking for a disturbing show about like I often crimes am. Yeah. Um, and, you know, um, horrible criminals, uh, Broadchurch is a great place to go for it. Mm. I don't know why they took that creative team and were like, you should do Doctor Who, the most cheerful children's show of all right, time. Right, right, right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, a bit of a choice. <laughs> Very interesting. But um, yeah. So anyhow, um, I mean that said, incredible doctor uh, Jody is amazing, mm. um, instant classic, a- and great in the show Broadchurch as well. Uh, incredible mm-hmm. actor. Um, what the fuck was I saying? <laughs> Where we got stuck on. I'm going to tell you
1: something I don't know. <laughs> um, I don't really know because I wasn't in your head, so oh, I don't know. Writing how... a mystery
2: typical, okay. I say as oh, right. someone who okay. watched the show Broadchurch once and then watched the first episode again the other day. Um, okay, because it yeah. has to be a mystery. It can't be solved, but it does have to be satisfying. There have
1: to be some seeds.
2: There has to be some seeds. And honestly, if you solve it, if you're reading Agatha Christie by the picking of my thumbs and you're like, I think I got it halfway through the book, you're still like, but I do want to see if I got it because we'll have like one or two twists. Like, it couldn't be that. And the person's like, oh, but that happened on a Tuesday and this happened on a Wednesday. And you're like, ah, you got me for a sec, but I'm back in. Cool. You want to be able to kind of guess. It's very unsatisfying for it to be like, who do you think it is? It's Kyle.
1: Because like, just, and then it's like who
2: and it's like because like, truly all, yeah. when you say
1: it's kyle i'm like who is that yeah oh that guy that guy that was like barely in this thing and i guess kissed her a couple times like he is no he has no there are no seeds there's no, no. rereadability to this i i also will say this book reads like a dating sim it does where- read like a dating sim because it's like, okay, now I'm going to spend a little bit of time with this boy, mm-hmm. and I'm going to learn some of the information, and then I'm going to spend some time with this boy, I'm going to learn some of the information, and I'm going to kiss this one, I'm going to learn this information, uh-oh, here's my antagonist, this mean girl, Yeah. blah, 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 blah. It definitely reads like one of those mystery dating sims, and it's like one of those cursed ones where you end up being with the killer and wait for him um, for him to get out of prison, which is something right. that I have done in a dating sim. I see. Uh, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like where It was unintentional. I was like, oh, I ended yeah. up with, I think
2: the worst ending to me this kind of feels like one of the dating sims where you go through the whole thing and yeah. you get to the end and it says um uh file uh, load file and you go oh, oh they didn't finish this
1: yeah, yeah. <laughs> they just
2: released the game and they didn't finish this part of the um the dialogue right. map okay
1: right okay great okay.
2: the flowchart is incomplete that's kind of what mm-hmm. this felt for me um yes it is also and i don't know if it's just because so many things are happening in the world uh, mm. I am um, also very conscious of the, de- the constant danger that a lot of my non-male friends are, are in all the time, um, mm. the constant states of discomfort, that reading something like this from a male author, I think just doesn't quite- No, this
1: is a female author. Oh, this is
2: a female author? Am I- oh, uh, yeah. changes nothing for me.
1: Um, <laughs> no, because it, this- it, it, it's still very disturbing because this main character is in a lot of peril so this is coming from a a, a place of
2: more experience than um, a a male author. So I'll yeah. give I'll I'll give that. Um, I will say this: uh, it is not enjoyable to be like these people are torturing no. this this girl, this teenage right. girl, and and she ends up with them, and she ends up with all of them. Yeah, after getting um, dosed, after yeah. getting tied up. Uh, yeah. having syringes, uh, nearly piercing her body. Uh, <laughs> you know, like, it's just yeah. the torture of older men. And if there's also a thing of like, I just can't stand, I'm not a very violent person, but I'll knock the shit out of someone like Uncle Jake, who's like, oh yeah, don't you want to be my wife and hang out with my Dracula statues? I'm sorry. Yeah. Uh,
1: I, I'm choking that guy out. I will be, be a honest. bully.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I am going to um resort to the most like 1950s, like sort of like you know kick sand kind of attitude. Sure. About. I'm like, no, I am going to mess this person up just on principle. And so, you everyone, know what would be that, great? Yes. Can I say? I would love
1: to hear it. Because here's here's what I think. Mm-hmm. If the book continued and she's like I want all of you to be around me, right? And then it's like she kept the smile on her face and as soon as they left, she packs up her shit. And fucking right. <laughs> yeah. Because that's the thing like I Lindsay, I Lindsay and I have said this many times and I think you agree or you you would maybe agree that this <laughs> is a really good survival tactic when mm-hmm. with, when you are with someone who is uh a for example, vampire killer and they're like I want you to be with me. What you need to do is to be like, "Oh my god, I love that idea." Like, I really want to be with you as well. Right. And then they're like, great. And then they lower their guard. You knock them out, run away.
2: Yes. It's like that approach or like that approach, especially because the thing is she didn't escape. It was the men came in in and were just like, hey, you have no agency whatsoever.
1: And now you're going to be with us forever. And all three of us are going to be fighting over you. But weirdly, it's going to be like a weird familial thing. And like, we all worship you and like, It just feels very um, big love. It feels very big love. But (laughs) opposite. Where it's like brother husbands.
2: Yes. uh, Yes. In that way, it is very much the opposite. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs)
1: which just seems like a fantasy. Like it just seems it's so much wish fulfillment. And I think that's, what's so cheesy about it to me is that like, it's all this weird fucked up wish fulfillment that like, if I was 11 and reading this, I'd be like, Oh my God, like all these guys want to be with her. And like, that's what I want my life to be because like literally no one will look at me. Right. You know know what I mean? Do you
2: understand. So in terms of like a general perspective, and then I'll speak Mm. about my personal perspective. In Mm. terms of a general perspective, I can see The fantasy of going, I, all these dangerous men turned out to not be dangerous.
1: Except they kind of are. But they
2: still are, which is how the fantasy breaks. Yeah. And for me also, the idea of anyone paying attention to me and expecting anything from me is the most stressful thing. When a friend texts me and says, hey, do you want to hang out? I have a panic attack. And mm. I do wonder if I have like, I don't know, some CPTSD from being like a writer's assistant for a little bit. And sure. pe- like I have to answer every phone call no matter who it's from. And uh, I there are no sleep hours, only work hours, like stuff like that, I'm sure has affected me. But it is a thing where if multiple people are just like, "Hey, you want to come on my birthday? Sure. And then someone else is like, I'm having like, I don't know, uh, another celebration of some sort happening on the same day. I melt. I yeah. don't know how to handle that. I then say no to both and I do nothing and I feel horrible for a week. Um. Yeah. So the idea of I want multiple people to pay a- attention to me, and this, and I'm a grown ass man. I'm an adult. Mm. I know mm-hmm. what affection now requires. I know what healthy mm. affection requires. People will not just dote on you and pay this. You know, pay attention to you. There is an expectation when you know people. It's different than like I don't know fandom, for example. Yeah. I'm yeah. a Iron Man. Tony Stark owes me nothing. I will continue to be a fan of those movies. I expect no one involved in those films to know I exist. Right, 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 right. I just get to enjoy them and I get to go. I think this man grew a little bit (laughs) as a person. (laughs) When you're in relationships, it's not the case. You don't have Mm. fans. No. So three grown ass men being like, hey, we're all going to come visit you. Don't know where I live. Forget me.
1: Yeah. Can I say? Yes. This is what I I need to be clear on. Yeah. I think this book teaches that you should have people that that someone simping over you or simping for you is enough. Yeah. And it's like no 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 no, and that's something that I didn't know, right? Like I like growing up and like that's kind of like my relationship patterns. Which right. was like, if someone if someone liked me, I was like, oh, I should like them back because that's like polite, right? But like, there's nothing more exciting than someone simping for you that you simp for also, right? And I think that needs to be happening. Like there needs to be dual mutual simping, simping mutual simping. right, mutual simping. It can't be. But this book is like these three guys are simping for her. So she's like, yay, I have fulfillment. Right.
2: Because and here's and I don't mean to bring up roasting again, okay. <laughs> again <laughs> on this show. I don't mean to. But the thing is, the 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 perceived trade that's happening here, the perceived dynamic yeah. is, well, I like you guys and now you like me. I approve of you guys and you approve of me. But the mm. thing is, psychologically speaking, and we've talked about yes. this before, that's not the transaction. Because no. it's a corrupted transaction. Because the thing is, there is an unfair dynamic happening because you are looking at three older men who have... One is
1: an uncle.
2: One is an uncle. These are house-owning people. Yeah. They are property-owning this... men. Well, one. One is uh, one owns property.
1: One owns property. One is covered in blood at all times.
2: (laughs) Yeah, one is just a big bloody boy. And
1: the other one's an actor. The
2: other one's an actor, so definitely does not own property.
1: No, definitely does not own property. So Um, he's like a regional theater actor.
2: Not even in equity.
1: No, 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 no. no, no. yeah,
2: yeah. Um, (laughs) Like the traveling cast is like, we're traveling to get away from you.
1: Yeah, Uh, and he's like, I'll follow. (laughs) (laughs) So the
2: idea is like, I see freedom from all these older men. Um, And especially when it's older guys, it's like, I think that you have a lot of your stuff figured out. Mm. It's the it's the um the Juno thing, right? Where it's just like, oh, this guy yeah. seems cool, and then you get to know him, and you're like, you're a fucking mess. Yeah, you're such a huge mess that even when your life is handed to you by the woman in your life who is your partner, mm-hmm. you still are seeking ways to screw it up because you have such a a uh, 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 cotton candy and water sense of who you are and what you want, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um, and what would make you happy and how to make other people happy. And so in that, it is like. I can't with all of my knowledge and my experience keep going through this book and being like, yeah. I can see, you know, I can see how yeah. this would be
1: fun. I'm like these are terrible people. <laughs> yeah, I'm like I want more for you Darcy, even though yes. you don't technically deserve it. Because that's the thing, Darcy is so terrible yeah. that I'm like maybe the three the four of them do deserve each other and they can just have their weird situation. Yes. D- and I yeah. this is not me saying that like if you're polyamorous like that's horrible this is me saying that if you're polyamorous and one of the people is an uncle and a niece like that's <laughs> fucked
2: i agree i think that's inarguably. even the villains of game of thrones thought that was a bad situation yes, they
1: were like yo this is not good yes like they knew to be ashamed yes so like how come these people don't
2: yes how can these people don't also that show did end and i don't want to ruin everything for everybody but the show that <laughs> ends with just like no but this was a good couple um hell of a choice oh yeah
1: it's like you know what you can't you can't control who you love you uh, relationship control who you love yeah well feelings aren't aren't choices feelings are actions true, feelings are. aren't choices you know i that does suck though because can you imagine
0: being i mean in, mm-hmm.
1: like yeah like you can't you can't control it's so like being in love with your sibling like that's gotta suck
2: being in love with your twin, I do think, and I, granted, I'm coming from the privilege of not being in that situation. Sure. But being in love with your twin, I do feel like you have to. Are they to, twins? They are in the Game of Thrones show. They are? Can we double check? Can we Do, we, do, we, do you have an assistant? Here, hold on. Do you have what Katie's I used to theory, be? Mm-hmm.
1: Are Cersei and Jaime Lannister twins? Are They're Cersei. twins, you're right. Was
2: born soon after Cersei.
1: Yeah, the Lannister twins then died together as the Red Keep crumbled around them. Okay. Okay, yeah. Here's that's the thing: a, that's, I don't yeah. have I don't have a twin, so I can't speak to it. Yeah, that's a little
2: white supremacisty, in my opinion, to be like I'm very attracted to this this person. Right. Uh, we are the house that has really blonde hair. Um, yeah, I don't know about that, but, but granted, right not the as show. blonde
1: as the Targaryens. That's true, because the Targaryens have wigs that are unforgivable. <laughs> <laughs> right. Whereas the Lannisters have wigs that are like, okay, like, mm, I don't fully believe it, but like, we're not, because like, here's the thing mm-hmm. that I'm concerned about with watching the new version, the new show, right. which I will watch it. My biggest concern is having to see Matt Smith in that wig all the time.
2: Yeah, you're going to have to see a lot of Matt Smith in that wig. That is going to happen. I don't think they take and- the wigs off in the show
1: like a break they're like we know this is visually very difficult so we're gonna have the actors take off the wigs for a couple
2: so as the as as the audience you're actually part of a union you're not gonna believe this and you're granted uh 10 minutes no wig for every 40 minutes of of wig yeah non-wig
1: for there's a wig non-wig ratio and like that's in yeah that's in the contract
2: that's in the contract that you sign when you watch um hbo a channel that has gutted all the best programming it ever produced
1: I can't believe they've replaced so many things with wigs because believed. if you really think about it, it's these wigs that are just completely, I look, maybe the wigs will be good. I'm going to watch it. I'll see what I feel about it. Um, I do think that the wigs are going to be unforgivable though. Um, yeah, I also, cause they're just yeah. so
2: stringy. I did read an interview where they were like, we do want to portray violence. Uh, and right. I won't specify which type of violence they did because sexual violence. Okay, I'll yeah. Say uh, yeah. They're like we want to be true to the uh the time period. The time. Um,
1: that's what oh, I was like. I'm place, but it's okay. I'm
2: never watching an HBO show ever again. <laughs> like that's yeah. the most. It's like being like um you know we're rebooting Robocop, but we really want to make sure it's no even that makes more sense. Yeah. Or no, it would be like we want to reboot Robocop, but we want it to be really true to how the Robocops were in the 80s, and you're like the movies are RoboCops? No, the actual RoboCop force that they existed. Right, right,
1: right.
2: But it's worse than that, obviously. I went for a lighter example uh, because the actual thing it said is horrendous and monstrous um, and so incredibly, unbelievably callous um, and uh, just unaware of tone (laughs) that...
1: Yeah, I I, I have complicated thoughts about the portrayal of sexual violence in... Because I don't think it can never be in something. Sure. Because I've, uh, and maybe I'm just like being defensive of like stuff that I have written mm-hmm. that has sexual violence in it. But that's also um, coming from a place of uh, knowing it and having experienced it rather than, I look at this thing that's happening to this character. You know what I'm saying? It, Is, uh, yeah, do you see I'll the difference? I'll put a
2: friend on blast. I won't say their name and they'll never listen okay. to this. So I'm not worried. But I remember having a conversation with a friend about that where I was like, Game of Thrones shouldn't do this. Because it's it's I was like it's they do it constantly and they're just using it as like a gimmick to get people on Mondays to be like, did you see how bonkers that was? Which right. is a part of rape culture, like the mm. the idea of like normalizing this thing as a sensation versus this is a crime. We need to stop it. Um, right. We need to put you know practices in place. We need to strengthen laws. We need to make it easier to report in order for us to heal as a society. And this show is just like, yeah, I mean, this happens. It's one thing to be like, let's have this conversation. And he was just like, no, but like, it gets us talking about it. And I just turned to him, which I shouldn't have done because I was driving. But I turned to him and I was like, oh. what conversation have you had because of Game of Thrones? Right. What conversation have you had because of Game of Thrones that has enlightened you to uh, any organizations that you could contribute right. to? Or your role at, uh, in this, system- this systemic violence as a man? Mm-hmm. Was it the dragons? Was it the magic sword that can kill the zombies? What part of this show forwarded your awareness of this real life actual issue that everyone around us faces and is in danger of and Mm -hmm. something that we need to have real conversations of? Or is this just capitalizing on it and then cheapening that conversation so we can never actually have real conversations? So to me, it is like when someone says like, oh, we're doing this because historically it's accurate. That, to me, is the most That's dismissive, horrible thing of like, well, yeah.
1: Silly. Yeah. I, I, I also think, hmm, I'm trying to figure out. I think all, everything, yeah. to me, anything that anyone writes about, I think, should come from some place of truth. Yes. Um, And it doesn't necessarily have to be truth of personal experience. Yeah. But it does have to be truth of, and, and I'm not saying truth of like, well, this happened in history. That's not right. what I mean. What I mean is like truth to character and truth to like, I guess, yeah, like I, I guess it would have to be truth of experience or at least empathy and like being able to understand what this character, like how this character would actually experience something. Right. And it's anything, right? Yeah. Anything from something very light to something, you know, very serious. um And and I think as viewers, you have every right to, to choose to watch or choose to not watch yeah. something. Uh, based on like you know what you feel comfortable watching, um, but like if you're writing something just because you're like oh this would be a really fucked up thing to happen to this person yeah then that's like not really that's not truth. It's not exactly the vagina monologues, is it? When yeah. they're just yeah. like
2: yeah this happened because we had to defeat the dragons,
1: <laughs> right?
2: You right. know yeah yeah um, um
1: so yeah I don't know like I or at the very I, least
2: being sensitive to it in an interview. <laughs>
1: Yeah. Like. Yeah. Yeah, or cuz and uh, and also here's the other thing, right? Like it's one thing. I think it's very much bullshit to be like, "Oh, we're doing that because of historical accuracy." Yeah. Right? That's stupid. Yeah. I think what is a better thing to say, and I don't know if that if this if this totally shields this from from scrutiny, mm-hmm. it doesn't. I don't think anything should be shielded from scrutiny. I think everything should be scrutinized and talked about. But if if it instead is like this is something that happens to real people all the time. Yes. Then that is a more of something that I think that's more of a valid reason to write about anything. It's, I think, yeah. Yeah. It's not like, I, I don't think that everything should be didactic. I don't think that everything should be um, something that necessarily quote, gets a conversation going or right, whatever. Right. I do think that everything should come from truth. And like, if you can't write truthfully about something, then you shouldn't write it. Yeah. I, and I think that's the problem, yeah.
2: I think you do such a disservice because then you're also taking a voice away from people who are trying Yeah, to, and not even necessarily even have those conversations, but share those experiences and that viewpoint so that we can start as, you know, the, the idea of it, the very cold sort of right. clinical idea of it is like, with art, you're able to share your experiences. And from that, we're able to, as a society, have real tangible artifacts to have those conversations. Mm-hmm. It would be like, if I, I've never particularly, I've been very poor. I've been very mm. poor. I've been like, I just can't eat. I can't afford to eat. Um, mm. That's happened to me several times in my adult life. But were I to write about what it's like to be impoverished in Georgia, don't do any research and right. do it, and then people are just like, "Wow, I learned a lot about what it's like to be impoverished in Georgia." No, you didn't. No, you absolutely yeah. did not. Because
1: I didn't. Because I didn't know. Because <laughs> I
2: didn't. I just wanted that paycheck. You know what I mean? Like, I yeah. just wanted to like make it uh, do a little uh, story so that like people would you know I could get my next job and hopefully it's a Star Wars movie. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's yeah that it's it's such a different and i think on many levels personally i'm offended but on a professional level as an artist i am very offended where i'm just like what we do i think is important yeah <laughs> and when yeah. you do stuff like this then it's not uh um, yeah so i'm very glad that the people generally involved got, didn't do a civil war story
1: <laughs> oh jesus christ that i was like i can't handle it. that's gotta stop no 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 um um but yeah uh, all in all, difficult difficult to absorb media like this. <laughs> yes, yes, and I would say that this book was bad. Yeah, to, uh, to me, the first so nail in the
2: coffin. Pardon my pun
1: ha! was don't worry it's not really relevant because no one's a fucking vampire in this book and that's the
2: nail in the coffin. that was the first nail in the coffin for oh me. i'm so sorry no yeah thank you for <laughs> thank you for uh delivering that information because i'm so heated about it sure. the idea of a vampire killer being out there is fascinating because when you start to be like is it a real vampire at no point was i like is it a real vampire because we always knew it wasn't so imagine someone's like there's a werewolf killer out there or what's this person doing um well they're draining people's funds and they're yeah. um, making it so that their credit score is really bad. And then they have to, like, just over years, like, kind of, they, d- they dwindle in their life happiness ratio. You're
1: like, that's it's, not a werewolf. Yes. <laughs> Literally, exactly. Or, like, okay, it's a mummy killer. Oh, yeah. my God. Oh, my God. What? Oh, how, how? Oh, yeah. They, they shoot someone in the head. <laughs> 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 Can you imagine,
2: like, the film The Mummy? Brandon Fraser's The Mummy. <laughs> <laughs> where it's just like, we got to get the canopic jars. Why people keep getting shot in the head. They keep getting the plugged in the head. Yeah. Yeah.
1: What? Like execution <laughs> style. Yeah. Yeah.
2: What? Why are we calling it mummy? In, in a gated community. Okay, listen. Yeah. There is such an interesting story happening here. This is not mummy related. Like, we need to know yeah. who's the gated community killer. There is some. Yeah, s- no, it's
1: not gated community killer. It's mummy killer. It's
2: mummy killer. Uh, no. Is it because there's. And it's mummy like- killer
1: because mm-hmm. there's like a piece of paper towel next to that. <laughs> Not even toilet paper, which you would think because of the size.
2: It's Paper on, towel. On the paper towel, there is a, there's a drawing of more bandages. Okay. And then you're like, oh, it's the mummy
1: killer because that's how it's they're the leaving their killer. mark. It's mummy killer. And it's like, but this is, I can see, like, I can see it now that you've explained it to me, but I don't <laughs> respect it.
2: Yeah. Okay, so wait, also they're like, the the reason that the the killer is leaving these marks is it's a calling card, right? Yeah. Kyle didn't want to get caught. So that wasn't true. No. Yeah. He didn't want to get caught. He wanted to just find the love of his life, but he wasn't told that by the fortune teller, I don't think. Because I'm pretty sure the fortune teller is the one who told Elliot. I thought it was Elliot yeah. was the one who was like, Oh yeah, I was told the wrong fortune. <laughs> Anyhow.
1: Oh yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Darcy should here's here's my fix. Are you ready for this? Okay.
1: Okay. okay. Darcy
2: should have had okay. one magic power.
1: <laughs> God, at least
2: one. Just one if in this world, apparently Elliot can see the future.
1: I think Darcy's magic power should have been an average IQ. <laughs>
2: <laughs> just right just down like, the line.
1: Just average. Yeah. like Because right now, right now, I'm like, I, I don't feel confident that she can f- figure out the rest of her life.
2: Yeah. This ate to to in my head really quick. And I know that sure. you probably need to wrap up the story. But I, d- I do just want to throw this your way. I just realized something very humorous to me. Uh, I was in school when the SAT was graded on a 1,600-point system.
1: As was I, yes. Then
2: we were both in school when it got upgraded it to a 2,400. It
1: did, And yes. I remember
2: afterwards people being like, so if I if I got this going to 2,400, what does that mean for me getting on the 1,600? And, the right, thing is, and there was
1: like a calculation. There was a
2: calculation that we had to do. The fact that we couldn't do that or figure out that calculation on our own, Kelly, the school system failed us. Literally, we yeah. shouldn't have passed the SAT. If we, the no. first SAT question should have been, okay, great. So on this one, if you get 2,100, what does that mean you would have gotten on the 1,600? That's your only yeah. question.
1: Uh, they shouldn't have let me into college. <laughs> yeah.
2: Now, I went to film school. They're just like, do you want to watch the movies? I was like, yes. And they're like, all right, this guy's in. Yeah, I
1: was pre-med, and then um, I shouldn't have. Tried to do that. It's <laughs> really bleak, um, but yeah, I would say uh, I don't know. Read this book if you want. Don't read it if you don't want to. I thought it was hilarious and extremely bad, uh, but deeply unpleasant. Read um, it if you want
2: to. Uh, first of all, knowing the ending,
1: mm-hmm. and
2: read it with the oh yeah. Can
1: you see any hints?
2: Yeah, see if you see any hints, and also know that the twists and turns of this are like the film Identity with John Cusack. Okay. I don't want to ruin the film, the ending of Identity, uh, starring John Cusack, but the ending is one of the most ridiculous, silly M. Night Shyamalan-esque situations. Great. And so kind of go into it with that vibe of just like, oh boy, here we go. This is yeah. about to be real silly. But also do prepare, like at any point if it gets to a plot point or a choice that you're uncomfortable with, you can stop reading it.
1: Oh yeah, just close it out. <laughs> yeah. Um, well- that was the book. Thank you so much, Omar, for coming and talking with me about this. Thank
2: you for having me.
1: You, honestly, you're a blessing upon us all.
2: Um, that is and how I, I feel mean that you.
1: in the God and Jesus way.
2: That's how also how I feel about you. I am very uh. excited to continue to live this pious life with you and then to inherit <laughs> the, the kingdom of God at the end. Uh, my version of heaven is I've got a big house with two garages.
1: Oh, yeah, baby. My version of heaven is that I got a fat ass. <laughs> Nothing else. I don't <laughs> need <No. mean> anything. <laughs> I mean, you don't. There is no want. <laughs> There's happens. no want. If I got a fat ass, that's all I need, dude. Um, do you have anything you'd like to plug, Omar? Um, yeah. And where can people find you online?
2: <laughs> you can find me online at Omar Jam on Twitter. Um, also, uh, I am uh, currently in the show uh, a-, a Court of Fae and Flowers. Uh, if you want to check Woo-hoo! that out, Acofaff over on Dimension Twenty. Um, the GM, the brilliant Abrea Iyengar uh, many wonderful people at the table. It's a very fun show, and we're also exploring a lot of very interesting um, and deep uh, personal revelations. I should say. I don't want to say too much. It's a very funny show, but I also am very proud of the story that we told, and the stances we took, and the choices we defended, uh, which is something I do love about a very good D and D game. So check that out. Other than that, I don't know. I don't know. Probably some other stuff will be happening.
0: Yay. Oh, wait. Also,
1: I'm sorry. Wait. Oh, my gosh. There's one more
2: thing, Kelly. I totally forgot. There's one more thing. Because we're now entered into Hottam. We're in Hottam now.
1: Hottam.
2: Which means the countdown towards 13 Days 13 Shorts is happening.
1: Oh, my God. Am I going to give myself burnout again? Are you going to do it again? I do it, it every year. I
2: ask myself the same question every year, Kelly, when <laughs> <in> this festival. <laughs> uh, if you want to see something extraordinary, head to 13 days 13 shortscom There you can find Kelly's incredible projects uh, that she's done over the years. But I highly recommend a beautiful children's book uh, that Kelly oh, wrote. Oh, no,
1: no. Guess what? I took that down. You did. Yeah, because I'm trying to publish it. Yeah, so too late,
2: losers. You (laughs) miss (laughs) it.
1: I'll see you in hell with your flat ass. (laughs) Uh,
2: Uh But there's many wonderful projects, many things that you and I, you and I, really got to know each other over one of the 13 days, 13 shorts um, videos we did, uh, which is buried somewhere in the archives. Yeah. Uh, so check all that out. It's a wonderful project and uh, I'll be releasing more information about how to get involved in this year and how to submit themes and stuff like that. But just go to 13 days I would very much appreciate it. It's a Halloween art festival and it's incredible. It's free. And it, the whole idea of it is let's just make art and celebrate each other and have a good Halloween time. So Lovely. that's kicking off.
0: Woo-hoo. All right.
1: Make sure you check that out um thank you so much everybody for listening we really really appreciate you uh thank you to our patreon listeners patreon.com slash teen creeps we've got a lot of really cool stuff for you um and, including full ad free episodes uh along with a bunch of minisodes and outside genre episodes and you get stickers and all this stuff uh and it helps support the show uh a, a, a personalized shout out to our patreon producers thank you aaron fernandez adam howitz amanda k amanda nangle amy t Anne Dwyer, Brian Petty II, Caitlin L., Carrie Ham, Claire Moore, Courtney McPhail, Danielle Lamana, Danny B., Drew Ronis, Ellie LA Lagos, Emma, Emma M., Aaron B., Gabriela Santiago, Gianna Fernandez, Gwendolyn Ludovic, Hannah L., Jason H., Jeremy Kronk, Jeremy Goodfellow, and Marco Pavlicic, Jesse T., Jessica Smith-Harper, Jessica U, Jonathan Venable, and um, I actually wanted to share a message about a uh, long-time... Cat and producer extraordinaire Sersha Descaro has suddenly passed away. Uh, I got this message from um, Sersha's owner, Christina Descaro. This is such sad news. Um, We're so sorry to hear it. I wanted to share this little message that Christina had to say about Sersha Descaro. She was a cuddly, chatty, happy little cat, and we miss her terribly. I am sending you so much love, Christina. Um, I hope that time is kind to you, and I'm So grateful that Sertia was able to give you so much joy uh in the time that you guys shared together. And we will be crediting you from now on, Christina. Um, thank you, Karen Lewis, Kat Miller, Katie Lilly, Katie Olsner, Heath Anderson, Kelly Burns, Carrie N, Kodiak Siegel, Coy, Landry Desmond, Larry Wynn, Laura Hooper, Mary N, Megan Lozier, Melody, Micah Eunice, Miguel Camacho, Miranda Hester. Molly G. Molly Marks, Noah Spargo, Rachel Bassert, Rashad B., Randy Klett, Rebecca Goss, Rogue Callahua, Sarah Wallen, Sasha Gibson, Shannon P., Sylvie T., Tristan Buckner, Victoria Beck, Victoria Gray, and Victoria Valdez. Thank you so much. Uh, really, really, really appreciate you. Um, you help keep us alive, all of you. And if you want to support the show in a non-monetary way, uh, leave us a lovely review on any of your podcast platforms or tell people about our show. Um, and uh, thank you again to Omar. Check out everything he does. You are uh, truly a beacon of joy to me. Um, and I'm sure to all of our listeners. Um, And we will see all of you guys next week. Until then, keep it creepy.
0: Forever
2: Dog. This has been a Forever Dog production. Executive produced by Kelly Nugent, Lindsay Katai, Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. For more original podcasts, please visit foreverdogpodcasts.com.